Hey, my name is Katie Pijanowski, and I'm a certified life coach and motivational speaker, and I'm here to help you unlock your true strength so you can create the life of your dreams. I teach you my best tips to master your mindset, create confidence, and empower yourself to take back your life. It's your time. This is the Mind and Body Strong Podcast. Hey, 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 my friends, welcome back to the Mind and Body Strong podcast. I hope you're doing wonderful today. No matter where you are in the world, just take a moment, just place your hand on your heart and just take a big, deep breath. (sighs) Isn't that just like such a blessing to be able to do that? I think we take it for advantage so often. So just take a big, deep breath for me. And just acknowledge that you are alive today, that you found yourself here this podcast episode, and you are going to love it because I have a special guest for you this week. Her name is Ree Johnson. She's a time management and self-care coach, and she helps stressed out type A, high-achieving moms take control of their day, time, and sanity with simple systems and strategies that work. And in our conversation, she really talks about how she got into this space and really keeps it real. I really appreciate her realness and how she's not setting the expectation that it all needs to go perfect. As a married woman and mom of three, she definitely has world, world, real-world experience around this topic, and I know that you guys are going to get so much from her content. She's on Instagram at Mind Body Spirit Bliss, and she always shares really, really great graphics to show you different topics about burnout, stress, how to manage it, how to be spiritual. She has all different types of really cool graphics. She shares a lot about her family and her kiddos, and she has some really, really great stuff to share with you guys today. I know you guys are going to get a lot from this episode, so without further ado, let's jump into this week's episode. Hey everybody, welcome, welcome. I have a special guest with me today. Her name is Ree Johnson and we actually connected via Instagram, which is so cool that we get to do that, especially in this world where we can't go out and network in person. Um, Being able to find people online has been so fun. And I came across her page kind of looking for other people who are into like self-care and she's very much into self-care time management. She's a mom of three, she's married, and I'm really excited to have her on here today. So welcome, Ree. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm very excited to be here today. Yay, I'm so excited to have you too. And just, I know you're going to have so much value to bring as far as like the time management specifically is concerned, because I think one of the biggest things stopping people from getting what they want in their life is like time. They're like, I don't have time. It just can't do it. And I think that you're really going to have a lot of good stuff. So I would love to hear from you just a little bit about yourself and your journey, how you kind of got into this field and we'll just kind of rock and roll from there. Oh, my journey. (laughs) It's a long one. So um, basically, I went to college. I went to the University of Pittsburgh. And like right when I was about to graduate, you know how like you're so excited? Like, oh, I'm finally not going to be broke. I'm finally going to be able to do this and do that. I found myself and I was pregnant. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like all my friends kept going on vacations and they were like, landing their dream jobs and stuff like that and I'm like walking across the street it's like a stage trying not to puke so 
I was like, oh, what happened? Like, I thought like my dreams are gone. I thought everything was going to go away. But I fortunately did find a job and I didn't tell them until like I started showing and stuff. So that's where I started like, oh my gosh, like what am I going to do? I wanted to, I felt like my life was over by that time. Like, because I feel like now in society, it's like either you have to be a mom or you have to have a career, but you can't do both. And that's like the hardest thing, especially if you're like type A like me. Like I always wanted to have a career. I always wanted to be like a high powered woman. Like I wanted to have like the high heels and the bob haircut and everything. And then I felt like it was all going down drain. But during that time, I actually went back to school. So I graduated with two degrees and then I went back for associates in accounting and I found a better job. But then I ended up pregnant again. <laughs> so I was like, oh, like what is going on here? Mm-hmm. And then like, I thought I was like, okay, I'm done, completely done. I had the kids in daycare. I was working. My husband was working. We were balancing it all out. I mean, it was crazy, but it was all working. But one day again, I don't know what happened. Like my daughter was like eight months and then like my milk just dried up completely. So basically I was like tired. My milk was working. I was trying all these teas and all these recipes. And I was just like, you know what? Let me just take this test. And I end up pregnant for the third time. Wow. Because I, was- <laughs> I was so like freaked out because I was breastfeeding. I was on birth control. I was doing everything that I should. And yet I was pregnant for a third time. And this to me, I was like, I was, I mean, like a baby's not a burden, but I was devastated because I knew like with this third one, we couldn't afford to pay for daycare. Like I knew I would have to come home and be a full-time mom. And that meant like I would have to give up my dreams. Like, I, I mean, I love my kids, but I also like have to value myself and everything like that too. So with the three kids and then all the career changes and stuff like that, I learned how to take care of me and manage my time effectively. So that way that I can still be a mom and I could still do what I need to do to make sure that I'm okay too. So yeah, that's like, that's my crazy journey in a nutshell. I love it when you started, you're like, oh, my journey. I love that though. And some of the pieces that I picked out from what you were saying, one, one specific thought in, in specific that you mentioned was I either get to be this like high powered career driven woman, or I get to be a mom. And that's like, I think a very common mindset that a lot of women are put in. You either have the money or you have the career or you have the family. And so I would love to hear from you. How are you able to kind of find this place where you can have both because that's what you're experiencing now is that right yes exactly um it actually took me like a lot of breakdowns so, like one time I remember like my husband coming home and like I just walked out the door it was like here like you take everything I'm leaving and I just like zipped out the driveway and I somehow ended up in Target I don't know like Target's like the holy grail for like everyone <laughs> so but I remember just breaking down on the out like Target and crying because I was so, I felt so defeated because everyone's telling me like, oh, this is great. You get to be at home with your kids. Like you, like this is what a lot of women want. Like they don't really want to have to worry about their careers or anything like that. But that wasn't me. So I mean, me myself, like a part of me was just missing. And I was like this, I can't continue to do this. Like I need to do something that allows me the freedom as well 
like I love to help people at the same time as well as that but it allows me to still go after my dreams so what I learned to do is that the first thing is that I can't do everything <laughs> like, mm -hmm. like I don't know what it is in our DNA but we feel like we have to do everything we have to get it done in one day like everything has to be spotless and that we can't ask anyone for help and right there are two dead ringers to why we really don't have enough time mm -hmm. if we learn how to delegate to ask people for help like not it could be like i even have my kids like my two-year-old she's learning how to make her bed <laughs> like, yeah you know? yeah like she's making her bed she's picking up her toys she'll tell me what she wants to eat like i'm all these things like the mental load which takes a toll on us it's like i don't have to worry about that as much anymore because i'm like hey give me your schedule and i'll fit it into that i'm not going to call you and say i need i know you need a doctor's appointment what what's what's your availability no just give it to me weekly i'll fit it then we'll go that way what do you want today <laughs> you know? mm -hmm. I'm like go to the grocery store every single day i'll even have my kids help me pick out meals for the week and i'll just go once a week and have them delivered through like instacart or something mm -hmm. like it's just little things like that that if you just ask someone to do it for you or have your kids do it they might do it wrong so just walk away and don't watch them <laughs> it might not be a thing that you wanted to do it, but it's going to get done somehow. So just let them do things for you. And then also, like, besides delegating, it's just I learned that because being at home, I still have to clean. I still have to cook. I still have to take care of the kids. I still have to do so many things as well as work on my business that it's just like, okay, I can't get it all done. So what I do is I plan. I usually plan my week. Or if I don't get time to plan the week, I plan it the night before. And I only get three things, like three major things that need to be done. And those three things get done with no excuse. Mm -hmm. So if I get more done, it's a pat on the back for me. Is that three so things, like, like three things a week or three things a day? Like it, a day. A day. Okay, perfect. And then like, I feel like some people will put all three things into their business, but you have to learn that you have different sectors of your life. Like you have your family, you have your friendships, you have like your business. You also have like your, if you're spiritual and all that stuff, like all those make you, you. So if you just focus on one bucket, the other buckets don't get fulfilled. So I try to pick three things in three different buckets each day. So it feels like I have a balance. Because to me, like, people think, like, work-life balance and time management is all about having equal time doing this, like, equal time at work and equal time at home or equal time with friends. But it's not that. It's basically how you feel. Like, if you're feeling like you're accomplishing things, if you're feeling like you're getting the tasks done, whether it took you 45 minutes to play with your kid, two hours on your business, and five hours to clean, it doesn't matter about the time specifically. Yes. Oh my gosh. So many good things. I was taking notes as you were talking and it sounded like one of the biggest things was like asking for help and delegating. I love how you said just like, if, if your kids aren't going to do it perfectly, just walk away. I thought that was so funny because I think sometimes we, um, and even not just with kids, like I find this even, I'm a corporate trainer as well. So sometimes you find taking the time to slow down when you're already so busy can be, um, our, our minds like to say, oh, it's going to take too much energy. Like, I just, yeah. I don't want to like clean up the slack of somebody else. But like the truth of it is you take the time to teach them those skills. Even your two-year-old who's now making her bed, which is incredible. 
um, they have this now personal responsibility that you're like building up in them, which I think is so great for all the parents listening in who, um, I had a client too, who did something similar. She had three kids and her husband and, um, she was feeling like she was, everything was on her plate. And I was like, what would happen if you just like delegated some of these? So she actually had a list of things she wanted done in the house and she'd put it by the front door and her husband, her son, her daughter could come over and pick the things they want to do and cross them off. So she could see like how her family was contributing. And that helped relieve a lot of the stress, um, around that. And the expectation that it needs to be done perfect, at least it's being done. Like we're letting that go. (laughs) Because that's the goal. We want to get it done. And I love that you had mentioned that the three things per day that we're focusing on, that's one thing I struggled with, like making them all about my business and then realizing, oh my gosh, I have all these other things I have to do. And that's where we can get caught up and we need to make sure each of those buckets are like our value buckets, I guess, um, whatever you value, it could be family, yeah. it could be um, eating out. I don't know if that's something, you know, you value, then yeah. okay, make time for it, plan it in, um, make time for that thing to happen. But I thought that was really, really great about being able to like fill your different buckets. Yes. And I like how you said planning in, because that's a key thing. Like most of the time we think we don't have the time, but like if you plan a date with your friends, you don't miss it. Yeah. So why don't you plan a date for yourself? Even if it's 15, 20 minutes, just schedule it. Yes. And I bet you don't miss it. That's like exactly key. Just plan it. <laughs> yeah. And just get it done. And isn't it funny how we will, if there's other people involved, we're much more willing to like show up even when it's uncomfortable, but like, what is the, what is the block that's happening when it's about us? When it's like, I'm doing this for me. Is there specific things that maybe you've overcome to be able to allow yourself to have that time or the people you work with? Yeah. Like, um, basically even like, sometimes I do still struggle with it. I'm not going to lie, especially when it comes to buying things. Like I can go (laughs) shopping all day. I'll buy things for the house. Like for my husband, I'll buy things for the dogs. Like everybody. I'll even think, Oh, my neighbor might like this. But when it comes to me, like, buying a shirt for myself, I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't. Like, I just, last, yesterday, I finally just bought some, like, skincare stuff, and I needed it for so long, and I was just like, you know, it's, it's time to just pull the trigger. <laughs> but what helps me is just sometimes I, like, write down the things that I'm doing for other people. So, like, if I see it, and then I'll see a column for myself, and then I'll see, like, my columns empty. Because I'm more of a visual learner. So if I can see it in front of me, then I'm like, okay, well, you haven't done anything for yourself in a while. It's time to plan that, do something that you've been really wanting to do. But I now every day I tend to make like at least 20 minutes to myself. And sometimes I'll even wake up early to get things done or I'll go to bed later depending on how late or how early my kids are getting up. Because with them not in school right now, it's kind of like not a routine as much. So (laughs) it depends on that. But yeah, like I'll just wake up like 15 minutes before they do, maybe 30 minutes or so, or sometimes an hour. And I might kick a couple of things off my list for my business, but I make sure to either have a cup of coffee or tea and just think about like what I'm grateful for. Because sometimes if I don't get those little moments of like my gratitude and then all the noise and circus comes around me, then I fall into the pit of like, this is a terrible day. I can't wait till bedtime is over. I'm so tired of this day. But if I can focus on, like, the things I'm thankful for, like, we literally just moved into a bigger house, so that's why you kind of see the box behind me. Mm. My office is or anything like that. 
But if I can focus on things like that, like things that are going well instead of the things that are going wrong, it helps me to feel better about myself. It helps me to motivate myself to do things for me. Because sometimes when I feel like things are going wrong and always going wrong, I feel like I have to keep doing for others. Mm-hmm. But if I know things are going well, then that way I don't feel like it's selfish for me to do something for myself. 100%. I love the idea of actually writing it down so you can visually see, okay, yeah, I my column's empty. <laughs> it's time to like start picking some things and putting it in there. I also love that you had mentioned, you know, that first of all, you know, that your vulnerability about not having it perfect all the time. I think that is yeah. so real because we don't like even we, we might know things, but actually putting them into practice is like a whole nother story. And sometimes you just go through seasons and we're like, wow, what is going on? <laughs> like you just moved. So I'm sure you're probably going through a season of like, oh my gosh, all the things need <laughs> to get done right now. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, absolutely. And I think just allowing those seasons to happen and be okay with it can be so great. But yeah. I, I saw that you have a self-care quiz. Is that right? Yes. Okay, so tell me a little bit about like how you feel about self-care and some of your favorite self-care activities. So what I, how I feel about self-care, it's kind of like different because I feel like self-care has become like some, so commercialized that it's like, okay, well, let's go to the spa. Let's have this big shopping trip. Let's do all these lavish and things that like are unattainable. I mean, I really don't have the money to go on a shopping trip. I don't have the time to do that. Like, I wish I could lay in the bathtub with all these flowers and candles and rose petals around me. I know someone's going to come in and knock the candle over, and, like, there's the whole house going to be on fire. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, like, this is going to be a disaster. So what I think, like, self-care is is basically, like, sitting down and taking the time to figure out why you're feeling this way. Like going through that emotion and figuring out the trigger that caused that emotion. And then once you figure out the trigger, then you can figure like out if it's a, there's a solution to it. Cause a lot of times the things that we put up in our head, there's not a solution to Like if you feel like you don't have the money to do something, maybe you could start a side hustle or maybe you could do this, maybe you could do that. But if you have a lot of things on your plate, that's not something that you can really worry about right then and there. So like I, sometimes I'll do like a brain dump and I just list everything that's on my mind. I go through it, see if I can knock stuff off. If I can't, then I just plan it out for the weeks or the weeks ahead. But if there's no solution, then you just have to let it go. If there is a solution to it, I pick three different solutions. I know we kind of tend to overthink things. Mm-hmm. So pick three of them and then write them down. Look at them and choose one. And I know the solution is going to be a huge one. So then I take that one solution and I break it down into smaller steps. Mm-hmm. So that way I can say, I'm not, because if the solution is too big and I feel like it's going to like put so much pressure and stuff on me, if I break it down into tiny manageable steps that I can do, like maybe over the week or over the course of the day, or I can set an end goal for when that needs to be done, but that a realistic end goal, not something that you want right then and there. It has to be realistic to what's going on in your life. Then I know that I can fix it, but if I can't fix it, I got to let it go. <laughs> so, yeah. I love yeah. the idea of letting it go. I think I often will just put all these ideas and goals out there like, yeah, I want to do this. And then like, I don't really yeah. have any intention of actually doing it or like maybe there's not a current solution for it. And just allowing yourself to just let that go and like how empowering that can be. And yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, and the chunking it down too. So once you've picked your one solution and chunking it down, because when you look at the big picture, the big solution, it can be very overwhelming, don't you think? Yeah, definitely. And yeah. by breaking it down the smaller, like bite-sized pieces that you can actually take on and handle, that you can add to your already busy schedule, it just makes it more manageable for you. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And I think calendar, like putting everything in a calendar, it can be a little like scary for some people at some yeah. times. Have you found that to be true for yourself? How have you kind of overcome that? Yeah. So like um, calendars, like physical calendars don't work for me. Okay. I'm, I like, I'll start one. I'll even start like a physical journal and stuff like that, but I'll forget it. Like I'll either lose it or I'm rushing to leave the house and I'll forget to bring it with me and then I'm lost. So I have to like literally write everything down. Like I love pen and paper and I wish I had the time to just write everything and color code it. So that's how I was in college, like pen and paper and multiple different color pens and everything. Mm -hmm. But I can't right now. Like I'm like the type of person that if I'm sitting like waiting for my kid to get out of like a class or something, I can write something down on my phone real quick. You know, like I can check something down real quick. So basically what I use is I use Trello. Like <laughs> Trello allows me to create different boards or different types. I even have like self-care boards that allow me to write down like my affirmations, how much water I drink, what I ate today, stuff like that, how I'm feeling, like what I'm grateful for. And I check those like every day because it only takes me a couple seconds here and there to get it done. I love that. Yeah, Trello is such a really good app. I love using that for like brainstorming, but I never thought yeah. to use it as as a means of like checking off like some of your self-care items or um, mm -hmm. planning out your day. So that's a really great option as well for those who are on the go like yourself. And I get that. Like I, I would love to write down my schedule in a calendar like I used to in college as well, but it's just, I, I leave it behind too. And then I'm just like, well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> And then you start doing things that you have no business doing. And then it's like, oh, and then you go back and look at it. It's like, oh, man, now I'm behind on that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's like great because I, I don't know. I carry my cell phone everywhere with me. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people do. So if it's right there, I can just grab it. Like, I don't forget my cell phone anymore. So, yeah, right. I think we almost always, I, most people I know have their cell phones attached to their hands. <laughs> I, I think I do so much so sometimes I'm like do it using it for one thing and then I'm thinking about how I need to use it for another thing I'm like where's my phone <laughs> it's in my hands using <laughs> it for something else <laughs> so when you're first starting with like time management and what do you think some are some of the best like more realistic expectations that someone can set for themselves um, I think some of the most realistic expectations is basically like how I was saying that you can't do it all like pick a few of them that you can get done like I would go through my I would do like the brain dump basically everything that's on my mind write it all out knock out the things that you could get done right away which is like the phone calls like maybe um, washing the dishes stuff like that maybe um, record, replying to an email knock all those things out in one time and then everything else See if they need to be done because a lot of times they don't need to be done for like this week or next week. So you can put it off until next month, not worry about it. Mm -hmm. And then the things that need to be done this week, just plan three a day accordingly. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Do you find when you first started this or even if you, for those you work with, do they have any like resistance to the schedule of like, like 
do they find themselves kind of going around it or like doing different things instead of the thing they committed to like, Oh, I'll do that tomorrow. Even though I scheduled it in. Yes. And I think that's because like what I like people to do also is to basically like re record their times. <laughs> like, like sit there every day and like look at the time of how much you're spending scrolling on your phone. And like, I bet you'll be so amazed at how much time you're wasting on things like that. And then you'll be like, oh, okay, I really have time. So usually people that are resistant to doing that, I'm like, okay, well, just record your time for me for the whole week. And then we'll come back and look at it. And I was like, you have to be honest. Like, you're going to see these times and you're going to be like, what the am I doing? <laughs> then once they realize that they're not doing what they should be doing during those times and all this time that they're wasting, then it's like, okay, well, yeah, maybe well, I'll listen now. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, that, that like is like a just really honest moment of really looking like where we're spending our time because it, we're always spending our time somewhere. Like it's, yeah. It's, so it's just like, what are you valuing in this moment? Are you valuing scrolling your phone or taking naps instead of like showing up for your dreams and like what you actually want to do? And like, it's without judgment too, right? It's just like, hey, let's like be honest about where we're at so we can take the first step to getting towards being more committed to this type of thing and putting in your self-care and making yourself first. And so we don't have those breakdowns in Target, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that so much. Well, um, any final thoughts about time management, self-care? You are, you share really great content. I love all the images you share. So any other final thoughts on someone who's kind of getting started in this realm, wants to start putting themselves first and really taking time management seriously? Yeah, I feel like a lot of people say that you shouldn't look towards your past, but I believe that you should. Like, if you look at your past and see, like, because a lot of times we're doing the same thing over and over again for the trying to get to the same goal. So I know, like, before when I wanted to set goals or something, I would just literally say I wanted this goal, and then I would forget about it. And then when it come back up, I'll work on it. So, like, if you look at your past and see where you made your past mistakes, you can learn from them and learn not to do them. Like, don't keep repeating them. Just let them go. But you can also look at your past accomplishments and figure out how you got there, how you did it so fast, and repeat those steps again, because obviously it works for you. Mm -hmm. And then also, I want, like you said, be real with where you are and what you value. Like some people do value naps. They need those naps, those middle of the naps, so that way they can get through the rest of their day. Mm -hmm. Some people do need those reality TV. I like reality TV. I need one a week at least to escape my reality. Yeah. And someone else's drama like it's okay if you value those things and other people are looking down upon you just be honest with who you are and what you want out of life stop letting other people influence you and tell you what you need to do because that was a big thing for me like being a mom I should do this I should do that I should do that and I was like no that's not me <laughs> like I'm the girl with the big crazy hair I still like my rap music my rock music you know what I mean like that's me. Like I'll I'll subject my kids to a look to it a little bit later, <laughs> but right now I still gotta be me too. Don't lose those things. Like just remember who you are at the end of the day because once you lose yourself, that's when you feel like my life is over. Like this is not the life that I worked so hard to create. Uh, so well <laughs> said. Yes, I totally agree. Well said. I can't say it any better myself. 
<laughs> Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Ree. And where can all my listeners find more about you and what you do? And where can they come hang out with you? Um, you can find me on Instagram at Mind Body Spirit Bliss. And also that's the name of my website. So you can check that out. I'm always on Instagram. If you want to DM me anything, I'll be there. I'll answer any question that you may have. Perfect. And we're going to link up all that stuff in the show notes too, but I know y'all don't look at the show notes, so I had to ever say it. (laughs) So go check her out. She's got some really amazing content and thank you again so much for joining us and sharing your wisdom with us. Thank you for having me. This is really awesome. Of course. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Mind and Body Strong podcast. You are what makes this movement and message possible. If you loved this episode, share it with a friend, a coworker, a family member, or take a screenshot and share it on your favorite social media platform and tag Mind and Body Strong. To learn more about coaching and courses to help you take your journey to the next level, visit mindandbodystrong.com.